Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org. Now is the moment for you to wake from sleep. Eugene Peterson translates the verse from Romans in the message this way. But make sure that you don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day-by-day obligations that you lose track of the time and dose off, oblivious to God. The night is about to be over. Dawn is about to break. Be up and awake to what God is doing. So appropriate for this season. Advent is a season that kicks off the church year. I know that it's odd since we have about a month and a half before January 1st, but actually for us, the church year begins today. So, Happy New Year. What a better way for us to start the new year but to celebrate the coming of Christ. Father Sankovitz from the University of St. Thomas puts it this way. Advent is when we celebrate the threefold coming of God in history, mystery, and majesty. We do look back at the birth of Jesus and the incarnation, but we also dwell in the present and the mystery of the ways that Christ enters our lives now through word and sacrament and through our present celebration of Advent and Christmas. And we look towards the coming, the eschatological coming in majesty. During Advent, we celebrate that over 2,000 years ago, God heard the cry of his people who were being oppressed by the Roman Empire. He came as a poor baby to this family to give us comfort and heal us, to teach us how to love God and how to love one another. God modeled for us by his love by dying on the cross for us to break that bondage of death and reconcile all of us to him. So we celebrate by decorating our houses with lights and Christmas trees, having parties with our friends and our families. Also, Advent also invites us to celebrate how God is dwelling with us today, to celebrate how God breaks into our everyday life. This is why the message from Romans is so important. It is often during our present time that we can get so distracted and not pay attention to what God is doing in our lives and the lives of our community. There is so much to do and so little time that we go from to-do list to to-do list, especially during this time of year. It's not only that it's about to be the happiest time on earth, right? But it's also the years coming upon us, and it's often the, the, the end of the year is coming, and so it's often the busiest. We celebrate, we decorate our houses, we buy the gifts, we gotta do all the planning for trips, and if you're hosting Christmas at your house, well, you know what that's like. Clean the house, make sure there's enough beds, make sure there's enough sheets, all that kind of stuff. 
but we also have the added pressure of the responsibilities of the end of the year. Students are getting ready for their finals. Teachers are getting ready to grade all those papers and all those exams that they've given out. And at work, the projects, we have that added stress of the end of the year deadlines. So we hear from Paul, don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day-by-day -day obligations that you lose track of the time and doze off, oblivious to God. It's a lot easier said than done. One of my favorite classes in seminary was called Imago Dei. Our weekly assignment was for us to journal where we saw God during the week. It was one of the most powerful classes I took because it challenged me to look for God in my day-to-day -day life. It's amazing what happens when we start looking for God. It's amazing what happens when we wake up from our sleep. What would happen to each of us if every day we were looking for God in our lives? I want to share a little story, that an event that happened to me not that long ago. Um, there's a man named John who lives in our neighborhood. He doesn't have a place to live. And I met him when there was St. Vincent de Paul down the street from my house. And I hadn't seen him in a while because they closed that place down. But once in a while, I'd see him in his, with his shopping cart moving around the neighborhood. And I hadn't seen, and he's been gone. Weeks have gone by and I hadn't seen John. So I'm at the restaurant, Enoteca, down the street. And it's a full night. Lots of people dressed up, ready for, for the weekend. And in comes John in a wheelchair. And the people from Enoteca come towards him, and I'm kind of bracing myself what's going to happen because this man who clearly is not dressed to be dining there is coming into this space. The staff surround him say, John, John, where have you been? We haven't seen you. How are you doing? Would you like a cup of coffee? Do you want something to eat? I was so surprised by this encounter. And he gets his bag. He had a plastic bag, and he takes it. I said, yeah, they're like, yes, yes, yes. You know, what do you have today? So apparently, John and the staff have a relationship. He's been coming there, and he's been selling his wares that he finds, and they buy from him. So it's, he's not asking for money. He's selling things. And so there's this relationship between John and the staff who've embraced him, who see him as a human being and treat him with dignity and respect. It's just a really beautiful moment of God being present and alive at that moment. Where would you see God breaking into your life? Maybe you would see God in the friends and family who come visit people in the hospital. Maybe for you, you see God when you hear about students marching for their safety in their schools or when they're marching for the care of the earth, or protesting for the dignity of every human, or for governments that respect their human civil liberties? What about every time we come together here on Sunday to celebrate the Eucharist, or in the extravagant generosity of this congregation? Some of you partook of this wonderful meal that was prepared for us by some of our members. I invite you to spend this Advent looking for God in your everyday life and to share with one another 
what it is that you discover. Because when we are awake and not so distracted by the day-to-day, when we are attentive to the actions of how God is breaking into our lives today, then we can also live fuller into the kingdom. Seeing God's presence among, the, among us encourages us to live in a new way, the Jesus way. Or as St. Paul puts it, put on the armor of light. We too can be more present with one another and not be so afraid to love deeply or place barriers between us for fear of getting hurt. We will be able to be more vulnerable with each other and take the first step towards reconciliation in our broken relationships. We can stop bickering with one another, labeling each other liberals or conservatives, and getting on that bandwagon of posting on social media messages that further divide us and pit ourselves one against the other. Instead of being disciples of Jesus, who believe that we are all the body of Christ, we can see each other as children of God and strive to work together for peace and justice in our world today. Advent is also the time to celebrate that Christ will come again in all of his majesty. Because as we see around us, this cannot possibly be all of God's vision. We're not there yet. Already, but not yet. Because even though we are called to live as if the kingdom of God is here today, we as humans are limited and cannot fully bring about the kingdom of God. That's God's work. And so we look forward to when Christ comes, when Christ returns because John, my neighbor, who lives on the sidewalk and everyone else who experiences homelessness will have a warm bed to live in. People will not be in hospitals because when Christ returns, he will cure all illnesses. And instead of marches and protests, there will be dancing and rejoicing on the streets because there will be peace and justice for all of God's creation. Let us celebrate the season of Advent in the threefold coming of Christ, history, mystery, and majesty. If we heed the call to stay awake and not get complacent, we can build the city of God together. We can shine the light of Jesus in our neighbors, and we can transform this world. Yes, not to its fullest and not to its fullest fulfillment. That is up to Christ when he comes but we can live like disciples of Jesus that believe in the resurrection and the conquering of death. What we do while we wait for the second coming is the difference between living in darkness or living in the light. I pray that during this Advent season, we sharpen our eyes and wake up so we can see clearer God's presence in our past, in our present, and in our future. And we can sing together Come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen.